up, y'all? Happy weekend. It's going to be a light episode this week, and it's actually (laughs) for real this time. I'm not going to lie to y'all again like last time. Um, I felt bad for lying because I did a hella Debbie Downer episode when I kind of had my existential crisis, and then I promised you, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a mellow episode next week, (laughs) and then I just dived straight into the slums of the streets with homelessness, and Daniel was listening to it, and he was like, I thought you said it was going to be a mellow week. This isn't mellow. This is heavy. (laughs) So here we go. A true mellow episode. Um, Very lighthearted, especially because full disclosure, um, we are heading into the holiday seasons and I have, I already have a few ideas lined up and they are not all just going to be turkeys and candy canes and sparkly ornaments. They're going to get a little bit raw and real and definitely heavy hitter episodes. So I figured, you know, why not just touch on something a little bit more upbeat and low key this week. So here we go. I did talk a little bit about languages at the very beginning of my podcast. Um, and this is going to be kind of a little bit of an extension on that. But I want to talk about accents specifically. And really just how they're correlated with intelligence and especially professionalism, what I've noticed. So that and a little bit of identity, why we are the way that we are with accents, the whole shebang. And so this just happened on Thursday, right? This is kind of what stemmed this episode. Um, I just finished teaching my last class and I chose the class speaker and we did a dry run for her to practice. Partly because I want to make sure she wouldn't say anything crazy and then also just make sure, you know, she wouldn't freeze or, I don't know, just so nothing crazy would happen. And let's just say that it was very bizarre to hear. Okay, so I'm going to paint the picture of who she is as a human, right? She's this itty bitty, tiny little, sweet little reservist from Tennessee, like mountains deep in the woods of Tennessee. And she sounds like she's from Tennessee, right? So hella Southern drawl. Everything was just all sugar, the spiders, and then all oh, done. My, my, my driving skills is just fine. I don't know why they don't, blah, 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 right? That's just what she sounds like. Just a lot of la, 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 y'alls, y'alls, y'alls. And then she, <laughs> she walks up to give the speech. And then this is what we hear. <clears throat> okay. Let me get my acting voice on. Good morning, class 23-001. I am Airman so-and-so, and I am here to talk to you today about the joys and yada, yada, yada. And I, we were all like, damn, is this even the same person? Like, who is this right now? And I talked to her ha- afterwards, and I was like, oh, hey, this is a great speech. Here's some pointers, whatever, whatever. But then I did tell her, I'm like, wow, you have a... You have a crazy narrator, like orator voice. It's just like, yeah, I'm really good at speaking. And I'm not going to lie. I did kind of roll my eyes a little bit at that part because of the pretentiousness. Because I was like, you were not our best student on the window with the patients and speaking to patients or the nurses or the doctors or other staff members. But you know what? I'm just going to let you have that, I guess. And uh, hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Dude, I just thought about that right now. Yikes. Oof. Okay. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, But yeah, I was like, damn, 
great orator voice. And I said, I was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't hear your accent at all. And I said that to kind of prompt her into, because I want to get her take on it. And so I didn't say it as like a, oh, that's good. You can't hear your accent. I was like, hmm, let's see what she has to say about this. And then she kind of went into it and she was like, I just, you know, I know how to turn it off and on and like when I should be turning off and on my accent. And I, I mean, I told her I was pretty upfront and I was like, why do you feel the need to turn your accent on and off? That's who you are. That's, you know, where you're from. That's your identity. And she was like, yeah, I love it back there. And we, we had a pretty long conversation about the the dynamic and just how sweet and kind everyone is from the south like they're all just like sweet pure-hearted genuine aunts and uncles and grandmas just feeding you food all the time right like people from the south are very very kind people and that's just it that's just it straight up they're just kind and so i was saying and she loves it she can't wait to go back home she loves everything about it. And so I was like, if you love it so much, you love your identity, you're proud of where you're from, why do you feel the need to turn off and turn on that accent? Like, why? what makes your accent unprofessional or uncultured or whatever the case may be? And obviously, we kind of know the answer to that, right? But I kind of want to get her perspective. And I told her, too, with, my, like, my experience... From, from my little bit of an accent that I do still have. Because I remember more so when I had first joined the military and I went to the East Coast. And, you know, I say Maggie. I don't say Maggie. And that takes everyone forever to, like, figure out. But I had more than one person, when they heard me say my first name, more than one person was like, why do you say it like that? What, like, you're pronouncing your name wrong. And I remember I used to get so spicy about it. Because I'm like, how are you going to tell me that my name is pronounced wrong? Like, what the heck? You know, I got all defensive and whatever. And then with my siblings too. Because, you know, we all kind of, obviously we all grew up together in the same environment with the same accent. And then we all left for different areas of the country. And they all... I think all of them, but one actually that's still living in Minnesota, all of them stopped saying bag or things like that. Like they all say the the short A's instead of the long A's. And they still, every so often, when they hear me say it, they'll be like, why are you saying it like that? And they'll present it as a, why are you still consciously making the choice to speak with an accent? And my spicy retaliation is always like, why did you consciously make the choice to remove your accent? Like, why does it really matter if I say bag or bag? And for me, and I'm like, why would I get rid of that? I don't see the purpose in getting rid of that. So I just still say bag. I still say Maggie. I still say milk. There's not really a reason, but I also don't see a good reason to not say it that way. So... That's just me. But it was so, back to this cute little Tennessee girl. Like, is that not just straight identity shifting and essentially masking to present a certain social image? Are we not just feeding into those stereotypes of Southerners being uneducated and dumb? 
Like, why can't a Tennessee drawl be considered professional? I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for challenging the status quo and the current social expectation of what professionalism looks like. I feel like we're past this and we should be we should be so far past being like, oh, you have an accent from the north or the south or the east or the west or the mountains or wherever. That means you're this type of person. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like I said, languages are so fascinating to me. Um, I touched it on it in the previous episodes. So I'm not going to go too in-depth on it today. But remember before when I was mentioning like the kids that were taught English first instead of their native language or just the language that was primarily spoken in their house because the parents didn't want them to grow up with accents because then they get bullied or they would have a harder time in school or they would be perceived a certain way. Whatever the case may be, It's sad, but it's also kind of discouraging in the same way too. And there's this one girl who, I mean, no exaggeration, she straight up got me through my graduate exam. Um, She was always bringing up that she was trying so hard, even now at her age, to mask her accent. And she would get really upset if some of her classmates or her friends would ever tell her like, yeah, we can still hear your accent. You have an accent. She would get really not offended, but she would get very frustrated with herself and she would get so upset because she would try, she would practice and practice and practice to get rid of her accent. And because she would give a lot of speeches, obviously for the classes, but then also um, she would present at a lot of seminars or conferences, like big important things like that where you win at them, you get first and second and third place, and then you get something for you know, receiving those rankings where it's like, shit actually mattered. Um, And she, yeah, she would just practice for hours to make sure that she didn't have an accent. And I told her the same thing. I'm like, why? You're saying intelligent, amazing things and you are presenting them well and clearly. Why does it matter if you have an accent? And I'm, like I said, We know the answer, but my ass, I was like, just push through. Just be stubborn. Have the accent. Like, why are you trying to mask it? That's an important part of who you are and what led you on this journey. And she would always just say, like, because this will make or break my success in this career field. Or with the grant. Or with the seminar. Or whatever she was working on. She was like, if I want to do well, I have to sound white. She's like, yes, I agree with you. Yes, I want to, you know, stick it to the man and stick it to society. But I need to, I need to rank in this seminar. I need to, you know, I need to get this grant. I need to get whatever. Or I need this person to still mentor me. Um, Which is just, it's crazy to me. It's absolutely bonkers. So bizarre. And I also think a lot of that too is that's kind of the epitome of what white privilege is. I don't have to worry about that. I just have to worry about my content and how I'm presenting something. I don't have to worry about do I sound white or not. And I think that's just one of those things that we take for granted with white privilege, but it really does make a difference. So food for thought. And while I do think that society is ultimately moving in the right direction and it's getting better, I still don't think that it's good in this aspect. And a lot of times, 
some of the feedback I'll get when we talk about this stuff, um, a lot of times people will say that like, oh, well, you know, we're pretty much there. It's just some small outliers in certain areas of the country um, or in the rural areas that are still a little bit behind the times, if you will. I, I want to believe that. I'm not sure if it's true because where I'm at right now is a very liberal, it's a very diverse area, which is awesome. But what I have noticed, even at the school I used to go to, they have like a false sense of reality. They're kind of in their own little vortex bubble. And unfortunately, they think that the whole country is like that. And they think the whole, just because the state is liberal and diverse and inclusive, they think the whole country is diverse and inclusive. And that's just not the case. Um, so like I said, I fingers crossed, hopefully I hope that we're moving in their direct, right direction and within the next generation will be good. But I do still see a lot of this. This is still very prevalent. Um, little stuff like accents and stereotypes and how those two play in together. Because we hear a southern accent, we think that they're unprofessional and unintelligent and derpy so part of me like I said a big part of me thinks the way we fix this is obviously one by talking about it but two putting people with accents in those positions just making it so mainstream and so common that's not debatable anymore and hopefully we can just go from there And sometimes it's the little thing. Well, for me, it's always the little things, right? But it's simple stuff like news anchors and people that are on the radio and people's voices that we hear all the time, like TV commercials, things like that. Have people with accents. Why not? Because if you notice, they all get a bunch of vocal training to not have accents. They intentionally remove all accents And have like a generic, what we know as the newscaster voice or a narrator voice. Like, why not just get rid of that? Is there a purpose for that? If there is, I don't know what it is. So simple things like that, you know, just start, start with little things and then just uh, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed eventually things will correct themselves with a little bit of help from us. So that's just my perspective of it. That's my two cents. Thanks for tuning in. Like always, I appreciate y'all so much for listening to me every single week. I hope y'all are having a great day out there, making good choices, being decent human beings. I will catch y'all next time with a little bit heavier of a topic. So emotionally prepare yourselves now. And yeah, I'll catch y'all next time. Okay, bye.